the weather outside is a tad frightful. You think so? I mean, I'm cold as fuck. It's cold, but it's sunny. It's sunny. It's pretty. So I'm not mad at it. I know, but like, when you're in your car in the morning, aren't you like just freezing your body? Yeah, and my new car doesn't have the seat warmers. Oh gosh, why would you even? I don't know. I'm sorry for you. I need to go to car toys and get Oh my god, I love car toys. I love fantasizing about the third party accessories. (laughs) Third party car accessories. Like, I seriously, okay, so when I was buying my car, the guy was like, go to one of those car toys. Mm-hmm. And have them install the seat heater. But what? where do they put the switch to oh. turn on the seat? That's what I want to know. I didn't know you could even do that. Oh, yes. Car toys can do anything. I love it. Today's we are sponsored by Car, car toys. toys. <laughs> <laughs> meet me. <laughs> um, so it's when I get into my car first thing. And also when I get into bed. I'm always freezing. Aaron is looking at us. Oh, Lord. Aaron got a question. We'll be right back. So, like I was saying, it's when I get into my car and, like, when I get into bed at night. Like, I'm freezing. I know. You mentioned that you were always super cold in the mornings when you took your hot shower, and that's what you were thankful for on our Thanksgiving uh-huh. episode. It's so good. Is you just not turn the heat on in your apartment? Why are you so I cold? Do. I prefer just cold in your bones. sleeping in my room in the bus. that's cold. Yeah. And then put like piling a bunch of blankets on me. Yeah, I, I cannot sleep when it's hot. I'll wake yeah. up with a headache. Right. So like when I'm in my living room, like the heater is on. And like if I fall asleep, I'm super uncomfortable because it's too warm. Mm-hmm. So I need to like sleep in an ice box. Yeah. Which I prefer. Yeah. But then traveling from my bed to the shower is like torture. Yeah. You Do know? you sleep with socks on? Um, they'll come off eventually. Oh, you're an active sleeper. Or they you just, just need some tighter socks. Um, I don't. <laughs> I feel like my feet get super hot. Yeah. They need to err out. <laughs> err out. Err it out. Err it out. <laughs> um, hi guys, welcome back to the gripe. Welcome. It's uh, December. It is December, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bright December. I hope it's bright where you are. Yeah. I'll tell you, it, it was not bright in Ohio where I went this past weekend. That's right. It was very bleak. Mm-hmm. Spiritually ble- bleak. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to the next topic. <laughs> um, this is the gripe. This is Kai. And this is Allison. And we're just going to talk with you, you know, about some of our favorite gripes of the season. Our goal is to... Enlighten. No, bring your spirit down. (laughs) Our goal is to bring your spirit down, make you dislike more things, make you seek out only the negative in life. That's our goal. Just so you can be more discriminating, have better tastes. How about that? JK, we're here to bring the LOLs. (laughs) Um... So this weather is making me, all I want to do is eat grilled cheese sandwiches oh. and tomato soup. I love a grilled cheese sandwich. How did they figure that that was like a perfect combination? Do you know what I mean? It's just perfect. Well, I want to know how everything happened. Like, how did somebody <laughs> decide to put meat between bread and call it a sandwich? Or, in, you know, invite peanut butter and chocolate together and oh. call it a Reese's peanut butter. that cup. person is a true hero. <laughs> a saint, if you will. Just like food pairings like this. Grilled cheese, tomato soup on a cold December day. Mm-hmm. Nothing is more perfect. Like, don't you want to just be around? If I could have a time travel machine, I would take it back. Who did this? To the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> Who did this shit? <laughs> I need to pat them on the back. Oh, man. So, um, 
obviously, oh, minor gripe first. We've been relegated to another room because mm-hmm. actual work is mm-hmm. happening in the podcast room today, right. which is annoying. At our podcast headquarters. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so we're in a, we're in like, if you're a, a gripe subscriber, <laughs> you'll remember like back to our early gripes where it was really noisy. We're back you in hear that a bus, room. You hear a bus coming by, <laughs> some ambulances. We're back in by. that room today, so. But it's nice that we can like see the bridge and like the cars driving on it. Yeah, I guess. It's pretty, but it's a little, it might be distracting. So just FYI. Yeah, audio wise. Um, here's my, my first thing that I wanted to chat about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you probably haven't, clicked on this clickbait because it probably didn't interest you but just go with me mm-hmm. um when you were little did you believe in santa claus did your family do that no oh, here we go um i don't think i ever believed in santa you claus. don't think you ever believed in santa claus i the, i knew that the story of the santa claus the santa claus yeah the article in front but of it was it. like it was a story it wasn't a person that was climbing on my chimney on the roof and coming on the chimney. And your parents just didn't make a thing out of it. Correct. Because that's like, to, you, the parents are the ones that like hype into to Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I totally believed in Santa Claus mm-hmm. um, way too long. Too long. Probably till I was in fourth 13. or fifth grade. <laughs> really? Like 11. Wow. That's old. Uh huh. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, that is the magic of Christmas. You know, screw all the Jesus stuff. You know, the magic of Christmas is in Santa Claus. <laughs> so um, there's a substitute teacher in New Jersey mm-hmm. that was fired this week because he told a bunch of first graders that Santa Claus didn't exist. Damn, Gina. I would have been pissed. Well, that's not really his job to do that 100 percent. yeah in first grade also as a substitute teacher your job is to make sure those kids don't stab each other with a pencil exactly not talking to them about yeah like don't put paste in your mouth you guys that's his job (laughs) right i would have stormed up to that school i would have taken off my earrings Mm. and my shoes (laughs) i would have been so upset vaseline your face get ready to fight Mm -hmm. that's yeah I mean, th- that's a controversy happening right now, right? Yeah, he was fired. No, I mean, in terms of, is Santa Claus a story or is Santa Claus real? It's a controversy? Don't Why you think? that I- I'm hearing people um, arguing about, do you start your kids off with the lie of Santa Claus? Oh, yeah, I'm li- I lie to Charlotte all the time. <laughs> I lie to her all the time. I say, Santa Claus is watching. You got to listen to your mama. So tell me what happened your in fourth or fifth grade mm-hmm. you have the realization that santa claus is in fact a fictional character what happens to your emotions your thought process your perspective you just kind of grow up a little bit uh-huh. you, you like realize... to swallow it down you weren't like devastated like house of cards no okay um it makes everything a little less fun and that's why i am totally into lying to charlotte because like that is that's the fun of christmas time and you should see her face like like i mentioned we were in ohio this past weekend and we went to the mall and santa claus was there and she just she's kind of scared of him and so she but she thinks he's like the real santa claus you guys had Okay, let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. And she's standing there and she's waving at him. Uh-huh. Like she thinks he's the real Santa Claus. Uh-huh. So she's standing 50 feet away and she's like, Hi. Oh. Like it's like sweet. We're I don't understand why you would take that away from somebody. <laughs> so I, that's why I think the lie is good. Some lies are good. Okay. 
What was you gonna say? Nothing. Just, I was like, last year she was scared of Santa Claus. She's still scared. Oh, she is. Yeah, but I guess I'll just have to lie to her again and say you won't get any presents if she's you don't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> but she's warming up to him already, right? Yeah. 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 But she's gonna have to sit in his lap because I got her a cute little dress, so she's gonna have to get over it. Because we need that the fashion looks. We need the looks. Yeah. The Christmas looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So earlier this week, I sent you a text. Oh, what did it say? I said, uh, friends to be pulled off Netflix as of <gasps> January 1st, 2019. And I said, save us, Uncle Jeff. I thought Uncle Jeff would come through uh-huh, with, with, the, with the Amazon. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Prime mm-hmm. friends scoop up. Listen, we love friends. Yeah. Like, when I'm sad, I'll just put on some Joey. And there was no way that you're watching the, the entire set 10 seasons from now until January 1st. You, there's not enough time. There was no way. I would have to quit my job. Yeah. I, I feel like you need a good six-month lead time, right? <laughs> you Don't give me a month. That's not cute. No. Right. Give me six months if you're going to devastate us like that. Yeah. So we can more than probably watch it one more time through. Or twice more, whatever your your shtick is. <laughs> but don't tell us on December first. We have a month left. So yeah, that was a little bit. We um, can't all quit our jobs like that. It kind of wrecked us just a little bit, right? And then you sent me an article yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh huh. From the said, New York Times. Yeah. Netflix to pay one hundred million dollars to extend the catalog for one more year. One more year. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Did you read the article? I did. Um, they were paying $30 million, so this is quite the jump. For just a year, not four years. Yeah. Right? Just one year. Because I guess serious. Time Warner, I they, don't know, yeah. some merger that I don't care about. They're going to open up their own streaming service. Because and that's they what we own need. Friends. Correct. And they were, I think that they wanted that glow up. Like, hey, if you want friends, you got to subscribe not to the Warner Brothers streaming service. I mean, I might. I might get rid of Netflix. Yeah. Because it's all Netflix original programming that's mm-hmm. that you're seeing pop up, mm-hmm. right? And none of it like okay, House of Cards, great. Mm-hmm. I don't watch that anymore. Right. Stranger Things, uh, kind of watch that sometimes. Yeah, there's I mean some stuff I'm kind of interested in, but honestly, I'm not watching a ton of Netflix anymore. Are you still on Hulu? Mm-hmm. I like the Hulu. Yeah. So th- we'll come to that bridge. We get to oh, at the end of twenty. We have a whole year. We do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make any life changing decisions right now. I mean, <coughs> my friend Kate and I, we're texting friends memes back and forth pretty much every day. <laughs> oh my God. That's how much we like it. It's our number one favorite show. Joey and Phoebe for life. <laughs> but you're a Rachel fan. I am Rachel fan. I just saw her on um, uh, Saint Jude commercial. Oh yeah, she yeah. loves the kids. She does. And that Avino. And the smart water. Aquafina. Aquafina? No, it's smart water. Smart water, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I think those are her major endorsements. (laughs) Anyway. Anyways. What's next? Anything good? Um, Well, George H.W. Bush, Mm -hmm. you know, he passed away. And Mm -hmm. this is my story about George H.W. Bush. I was in, so the year is 1988. That's when he was running for president. And I can't remember... It must have been the fall, but one of my teachers put a Bush sticker on all of the students in the classroom. On their body? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I go home that day with a Bush sticker. Uh And, you know, I'm eight years old. I don't know anything. I'm seven or eight. This is second grade, I guess. 
And um, my dad was pissed. This is like the Santa Claus. I was going to say. Yeah. And so he went to the school and <sighs> talked to the principal. Well, good for him. About don't put that propaganda on my child. Yeah. That's was, nervy, though. Yeah. Don't put no fucking political sticker on my child. That ain't cute. Yeah, so she apologized to Don Williams. She did. Mm-hmm. Do you think she meant it? No. Lies. Jesus. Just Christ. doing. Yeah, just doing some lip service. Mm-hmm. That's the only memory I have. I learned some stuff. I didn't realize that he was just a one-term president. I don't know. I yeah, I read that. So I was like, oh, I don't realize that either. Yeah. Um. I didn't realize there was like some racial controversy with him because again, all this stuff happened when we were so young. Yeah. Some with Willie Horton. I didn't look into it, but there was some stuff. And the whole HIV AIDS situation. Oh, I didn't know that was a situation. So the situation was like he was actually vice president for Reagan. For Reagan, and um, look, he's not my hero, right? I don't wish him ill. I don't wish him that. I, I don't want him to go to hell or anything like that. But like he just wasn't a hero for me and my people, right? And so someone, JVN, Jonathan Van Ness, posted a thing on his Instagram saying, like, Bush and Reagan turned a blind eye to the AIDS crisis when it was happening. And more so, uh, Bush diverted funds for AIDS research and and care um, away from there for other purposes. And... uh, um, that was like sort of the the stain that that left for the gay community. Mm. Um, and he posted that, and there was like a big people were like outraged that he would do such a thing on, you know, the day that he died, which is also World AIDS Day. So it's ironic. Yeah. Um, like I'm sorry, his family lost, you know, the person. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but that's sort of the extent of it. I know? didn't see... Maybe it's just the people that I follow, because I don't follow a ton of conservative people. Right. But I didn't see a lot of people posting themselves with George <laughs> H.W. Uh-huh. But also, maybe there there weren't selfies, like, when he was super healthy and True. young. True. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Did you notice that? Um, I wasn't really paying attention. There was, like, all the other stuff that I was looking at. You yeah. Know, so. Just so much content. So much content. It's <laughs> on my feed. Um, okay. I would like... Are you, are you yeah, done? I'm done. Okay, I'm going to pivot to um, the, the Uplift Center now. The Uplift Story <laughs> of the Week. So, driving for the lift. I have got to put a PSA out there, okay? Because this has happened to me now too many times. If you order a lift and you have a baby and you don't have a car seat, find a different means of transportation. Because you can't hold your child in your arms. And it's, you know what I mean? I just think it's scared. Like, you have to have a car seat. You must provide one because Lyft's policy, thank God, is that that has to be in there for. Uh, a little baby to ride in a lift. How little? Um, I'm not sure. Like younger than Charlotte? Like if I got into your car with Charlotte and I didn't have a car seat, would you freak out? I would. You would? If I was on the clock, yeah. But if it was like just friends (laughs) driving on the block, I'd be okay with that. So 
Are there lifts with car seats in them? No, you have to provide that. Because I think Ubers have some. You can find an Uber with a car seat. Well, you know, um, there might be specified ones. It's extra work for the passenger to find it. But yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what I was asking. Got it. So lifts do have that. I think so. I think I read that someplace. I'm not. I can't. I'm not 100 sure though. Okay. So there's that. It just makes the whole thing very touchy, right? Yeah. Um, so how many times does this happen to you? Twice now. Okay. And it makes you scared. I cancel. I can't. I'm not going to do it. That's smart. Yeah. 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 I feel bad, but like, you know, if I get into an accident, then I'm in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's that. Also, if you have a child that's 13 years old or so, 10 years old, do not order them a lift. Oh, people do that? Oh my God. Yes. Like I get that I'm a good person. And I'm a, like a decent driver and an upstanding citizen. But guess what? The vetting uh, isn't that elaborate on Lyft. So you don't know who your driver is. You don't know what they could do. Yeah. It's a child by themselves in a car, you guys. That's sketchy to me. Totally. You know? So how many times has that happened? That has not happened to me. Okay. Honestly, that has not happened to me. But um, uh, people that I... That I know have oh, done that. Your homies, <laughs> your lift friends. Isn't that crazy? Wait, are you making new friends? I might be. Okay. But who are they? <laughs> oh you know that I'm competitive and jealous. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't do that. That makes me nervous because you don't know where they could drive off to, what they could do. Yeah, these are these are many lift gripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine doing my. Putting Charlotte as a ten-year-old in a lift. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No. I, I mean, and I get that it's so easy. Like, oh, I can't pick my child up from elementary school. Okay. Well, you need to rethink your priorities. You do. Yes. You need to call your ICE. <laughs> your <laughs> ICE. What's ICE? You're in case of emergency. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have them pick them up. <laughs> yes. You're Charlotte's ICE at her school. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's those are my two lift gripes for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you have? Um, so I went out this weekend. Oh, yeah, you did. I did, and I went to Queer Bar, which is super fun. Is this a new place? Uh, I, I never no. heard of it. No, it's it was Purr. Remember Purr? Yes. So that it has turned into Queer Bar. Okay. So I ordered a hot toddy. Yeah, that's your new thing, huh? I like a hot toddy. I you don't know? even know what's in it. I don't either, but it's hot, <laughs> and it's, it's delicious. <laughs> It puts the hottie in toddy. Um, and so, you know, the bartender made my hot toddy. It took a minute because he had to, he said to... He had to look it up on the internet on what it was. <laughs> he had to make the hot water, da, da 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 So he said, right? When he put it in front of me, it was like cold. You're like, this is some bullshit. I didn't order a cotty. Told him no. a hottie. <laughs> and so I was like, this... Is he for real giving me this drink that's cold? It was, it's like tea. It's hot, right? And so like, you know, 10 minutes goes by and he's like busy. So, But when I caught his attention, I was like, um, I hate to be this person, but like, this isn't hot. If you could just, if you have a microwave, you could just microwave it, you zap it, zap it there, I'll take it. And he was like, oh yeah, I know, like, I didn't have time to... Make the bitch, hot don't I was give like, me the don't drink. give me the goddamn drink. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so he remade it with hot water, and it was perfect. So thank you for making it right. Did you dock his tip? 
I did not. Okay. No, it was fine. Well, somebody else was probably paying for you, so that's okay. <laughs> um, at that same night, uh, there was this young kid from LA that, that came into the, the bar and mm-hmm. ended up talking with him. He was super nice. And then there was like another kid that was like with his his friends. Like when you say kid, how old are these people? I'm going to say like between 21 and 25. Okay. Okay. Um, so the second kid, he's a redhead. We'll call him Red. He starts, he comes up, starts talking to us. All nice people, right? Um, and so eventually Red Kid and LA Kid are hanging out with each other. And Red Kid has like 10 friends with him, just sitting there watching his drag show. And then LA and Red start making out. And I was like, this is, this kid is like so self-confident that he doesn't care that there are like 10 people around him that he doesn't know, macking on his friend, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you have to like not care about what people think about you. That's lovely. And I feel like people who do care what people think are people that keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> You're really <laughs> talented with these segues. <laughs> How long did it take you to come up with that? Nah, it took me a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's like, this is what I did. It's a nice segue into what we're talking. But that's a true story. True that story. Happened. That happened. Yeah. I can't imagine that's doing that. Right? Could you yeah. imagine like, you know, like you brought like us random friends to your house and all of our friends are there and then me and this person from Macano. I'd Charlotte, be like, Charlotte's, hey, Charlotte's near living hey, room watching these two guys in Macano. Like, hey. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So that's what we're talking about today is keeping up with the Joneses. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Mimi Leaks intro. Mimi Leaks. What, what is it again? I don't keep up with the Joneses. I, I am, am the, the Joneses. Joneses. And she is. She's right. Yeah. She's the Jones. I feel like... Of Atlanta. The Real Housewives is that. The epitome. Epitome of keeping up with the Joneses. Because they don't have money. They have illusion. Yeah. <laughs> they have, like, this is what I want you to think I have. This is the success I want you to think I have. Because, like... How many times in Us Weekly and People Mag mm-hmm. are they going bankrupt? Are they going bankrupt or going to jail because Teresa Guadici mm, or Guadici Guadici prostitution whore, prostitution flip the table. Yes. She and her husband were in jail because of he's still in jail. fraudulentness. He's still in jail and he's gonna get deported when he gets out of jail. For why? Because he doesn't. Where's he from? Have, he's from Italy. Oh. So he has to go back to Italy, unless, like, something happens. Some miracle happens. But I guess maybe his green card ran out or his visa or something. Uh, But, yeah, they're not renewing it. Damn, Gina. Like, all of that, because you went on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, was it worth it? Right? The prison time Uh and the deportation. Right. Like, you got an image for, like, a couple years. Was it really hot? Was it that lit? all of those people are a mess. You remember the Countess? She has like shortish hair. She yeah. don't be no, that's not don't be tardy as Kim's old. That's Kim, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she had her own song too. Was, she has a oh my god. Something about manners. No 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 no. Also uh G O O G L E me. Tap them keys and Google me. Stop <laughs> That's a Kim <laughs> That yeah, that's her song. That's Luann or Kim? That's Kim. Stop. 
Let me repeat that. Tap G O O G L E me. Tap them keys and Google me. Did Candy Burris come up with this? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Imagine though. So, anyways, that they're the epitome of keeping up with the Joneses, trying to like just create this dumb image, because you obviously care about what people think about you, right? Mm-hmm. It's really sad. Agree. Um, let me just say that the term "keeping up with the Joneses." Oh, where did that come from? A comic strip. From 1913. Look at you bringing the history. And it ran for 26 years. And so, it, was it called Keeping Up With The Joneses? Keeping Up With The Joneses, yeah. And the premise was like, you never saw who the Joneses were. It was always like uh, the neighbors, like looking over at the Joneses' yard mm. and making comments. Like, um, for instance, the comic strip. Okay. So the comic strip, I have a, an example of it. <clears throat> we'll put this up on our gram. Um, it's a couple, married couple, right? And she says to the husband, look at Mrs. Jones. She goes to matinees, she entertains, she wears a wonderful clothes, she gets something out of her life. You've simply got to make more money. <laughs> and then so the husband replies back, I'll ask the boss for a raise today, Clarice. So the next scene, he's at the boss's office. You see, rent has gone up, clothes have gone up, food is up, shoes are up, everything is up. So he's trying to convince his boss to give him a raise, saying it justifies the cost of living, when in fact it's because his wife wants to keep up with the Joneses. Ah. Right? So that's how the, that's like the comic strip, ran for 26 years. There was 26 years Years. worth of material? (laughs) Yes. What were the Jones doing? Well, nothing, apparently. It was just, you know, the perceived notion of what they had. This is fascinating. So 1913. 1913. 26 years. That's still about 1940. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Um, When did you realize that there was, like, social classes? Um... When did I realize? Or like, I feel like social classes isn't necessarily the right term, but like when mm-hmm. there were people that had more money than you or had less money than you. I don't even think that it was um, necessarily comparing with other people. I just remember that I never felt like we were poor when we were growing up. But then when my parents, like they owned a business, and after a few years of the business doing really well, we just could buy more expensive clothes, mm. you know. And it wasn't such a big deal to get new clothes every new school year. Whereas it was like penny pinching, like you can't get that because it's too expensive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was just sort of like, oh, now we're more comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do remember going to a friend's house uh, for a party when I was like, in junior high and they lived in a really big house and I was like oh my god this is I'm not used to this mm-hmm. you know um, but it didn't really put me in a, into a like a head spin that we have to make more money and I'm so sad da 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 you know what yeah. I mean how about you um I feel like that's what you know with kids you don't really you don't pay attention to that stuff right like when you're in elementary school mm-hmm. middle school right like everybody's the same yeah. and you're friends with right. whatever. And even in high school, like I remember in Columbia, we I felt like all of us were the same. And even as you get older and um, you kind of hang out with the people that are 
the same as you. Sure. I don't know how that always works. Your level, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but somehow it always, mm-hmm. isn't that weird how you just kind of uh-huh. gravitate yeah. to the people that are yeah. like in the same socioeconomic yes. yeah, level. But then the college I went to <coughs> um, was very, like, pretty wealthy school. Yeah. And I didn't come from that kind of background. And I think I first realized it when my roommate in college, who is still, like, my best friend today, after our freshman year, um, she was a debutante. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a whole Southern thing that I just, you know, was not a part of. I mean, you have to belong to... Society. certain country clubs yeah. to like do the whole coming, coming out, out thing I say yeah. in quotation marks and I was like I think that's when I realized that there are certain levels yeah. Yeah. and um, I don't remember feeling bad about it or bad about like our family or anything I was just like we're not a part of that right you know yeah I do remember now that you were, were talking about this my mind is getting jogged mm-hmm. I did a dance gig for three months in San Francisco um, out of college and I was staying with the host family and uh, there was one morning that the dad wanted to stop by his 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 club his exclusive club in the city for a sec- I'm not even sure why he wanted to do that so I was just wearing my dance garb because we're going to go to rehearsal after that. And so when I got there, like, everyone was, like, in a suit and a jacket with the fucking patchy elbows and, like, their pipes and their glasses, you know. And um, someone said something to me about the way I was dressed. Well, why didn't he tell you? Exactly. That's so rude. There was a lot of that during that time because they came from a lot of money that I was like, I didn't, I don't belong in this world, this culture, so why are you imposing these rules on me? Um, and that's really when I felt really out of place mm-hmm. um, in that sedity, Richelieu, snotty world. Interesting. You know? How old were you then? I was maybe 22. Uh, so you were young. Yeah, I was a youngin'. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's rude. Then that's their fault. Right. Exactly. Um, but I will say that that when I moved to LA, that's when I was most obsessed with having the things, having the designer name stuff and having the flashy things. And that's when I was like most obsessed with keeping up with whatever Joneses existed for me in that. I can't even imagine you with designer things. Can I tell you that I, my hair stylist Takashi, he, he works in Beverly Hills. As so I would drive from North Hollywood to Beverly Hills to get a $90, $90 haircut. And this was... I have a boy's haircut, you guys. And this was back in the day, so I wonder <laughs> how much it is now. Back in the day, yes. So I, I was get a cut, and we'd always do like some color thing. Like I would do like a red. Oh, really? Or like a brown thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. I was just giving him all my money. Well, mm-hmm. you had Joneses to keep up with. I did. <laughs> and that's also when I was, like, surrounded by people that that they valued designer shit. Mm-hmm. And they encouraged you to, to buy the hot thing, even if they knew it was out of your budget. Mm. You know? I love me some diesel jeans, some diesel shoes. Um, shopped at fucking Fred Siegel. It was stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you had your moment and you grew out of it. Exactly. Exactly. So, but that was like when I was really the most obsessed with having the things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. appearances. Um, I would definitely say that I have a tendency to want to keep up with the gents. In what capacity? 100%. But only in the South. I feel like if I, because I don't, we talked about this the other night. I don't necessarily feel like there are Seattle gents for me to keep up with in Mm -hmm. terms of material things. Mm -hmm. Now, whenever I go back to South Carolina, like I was just there in October, and um, I do, I have that, it's like this need to where I feel like I need to impress people and... Um, I'm like, I always come back and I'm like, Aaron, you know, it's time for me to upgrade my diamond. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm being very truthful. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, this is why I can't live here. Like, I would never want to move back to the South because I don't like that, Allison. Yeah. I don't like that feeling of wanting to compete with people and have bigger shit, like a right. bigger car, bigger ring, bigger everything. Right. Because that stuff doesn't make you happy. But you catch yourself, though. Yes. I think that's the, the difference. Is that, like, I think we have fleeting moments of that. I told you about my, like, weirdness of my apartment. Because yes. all of it, we know, like, live in houses, right? And I have, I love my apartment. And I think it's such a great value, you know? And, but then I got so insecure about it when, like, I was having people over, wanting to entertain, and then it's like, well, no one fucking cares, you know? Yeah. And, um, again, like, I think we all fall into that that thought pattern, Mm -hmm. but then we catch ourselves, we come out of it, and we're not, you know, banning ourselves in debt just to appear to have the nice things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I text Aaron when I'm in South Carolina, and I'm like, <laughs> I just want you to know that I can never live here again. <laughs> because I find myself getting in that swirl of I need more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. Now, and when I was with um, my friend Ferris, I can talk about her, because I don't think any of her friends listen to this <laughs> podcast. Um, we talk about this, and you know, we've been friends for 20 years now. And I tell her, like, when I'm here, I feel like I need to, like, have more things and blah, blah, blah. And she's talking to me about, like, that constant feeling of impressing people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of her friends, not a lot, some acquaintances Mm -hmm. that she knows that are in this scene and everything appears perfect are uh, addicted to pills. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, another byproduct of, like, trying to make sure that everything about your life is... Instagram worthy. Yeah. But that's like a th- another thing that I have on, on my list is um, keeping up with the social media Joneses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like um, it's rampant. You yeah. know? It's like, I mean, we all sort of put out the highlight reel. Polish. You know? We polish our feed. But to like what extent? I just read an article about a woman who buried herself in $10,000 of debt so that she could uh, be an Instagram influencer. Like she'd travel to a certain place and take a picture just to, just to have that and to get more likes. Guys, that's not a real it's job. Real. Right. That's not a real job. <laughs> that's not a real life. It's nuts. Um, Instagram influencers make me want to gag and throw up and stab my eye. And then another example I have of that, that is, I've got a friend um, 
who will text me complaining, oh my god, I'm hanging out with so-and-so right now. Oh my god, she's such a drag. This is so fucking annoying. Wait, like, who, hold on, let me pause it, because I need to find <laughs> out who it is. <laughs> and then, so I'll read that. It's like, oh shit, whatever. And then, I'm on my feed. They're on their... They're taking on, selfies. They have a, she's taking a selfie with this person she's just complaining to me about with all smiles. Like, oh my god, this is the best life ever. You know? Yeah. That's, to me, so inauthentic. Yeah. Don't do that. I, I know I know too many people to count that do that. Yeah. And you know, like, their real life, and you're just like, this is, this is screwy. Um... And you know how, like, okay, there's that whole movement happening of experiences are more important than things, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like there's also a keeping up with the Joneses of experience. And there's people that will only show on their Instagram, Facebook, whatever, the trips that they take. You don't you don't see anything else. I'm just right. gonna stay silent here. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah, I mean this is this is something that we talked about, I think, when we talked about Instagram, when we did our Instagram gripe sesh. Like, for me, I wanna see your I wanna see everything that you're doing. Yeah. Like I wanna see your life. And it can be curated and polished in the highlight reel. But if you're only showing up when you go to Europe, mm-hmm. that's boring to me. Yeah. Because that means that you're that means that you're not finding like joy in your everyday, everyday life. life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And don't get it twisted. Like, um, I will only like post shots of my house that are clean right. and like put together mm-hmm. because, and I realize that's, it's kind of hypocritical, but like, I also don't want to see your messy house. Like <laughs> I'm not joking. Like I think it's fun. When I see a messy house, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> get your shit together. Okay. <laughs> But um, I don't know, like, I I try to, like, do you do this with your feed? Like, where you try to mix it up so it's, like, not only pictures of, Sh- of Charlotte, for example, yeah. or not only pictures of me and Aaron. Right. But I try to, like, do everything. And, of course, I try to inject some humor in there. Yeah. Because what is life without humor? I So my last post it was I voted. Yeah. And it's still sitting there. Like, I need to add more. I just don't know what direction to take it in. Just look for inspiration <laughs> wherever you are. Um, so, how do you feel about, like, being in shape, Joneses? Do you feel mm. like there's a health Jones? A skinny Jones? Um, it's, I was talking to, to a close friend about this recently. Um... Yeah, I think there is. I think that... I don't know. It's that whole fucking branding bullshit that I hate. You know? Like, that's their brands. They have to, like, you know, look that certain way to, I don't know, deliver a message or a product or their services. Like, in yoga? The yoga, image, but right? also fitness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sometimes I think it borders on vanity, but I don't know. I, I am not an expert on that shit. Um, and I don't, I, I don't think I follow, I don't follow, like if I follow someone that looks amazing, it's just cause I throw up their hot, right? <laughs> I don't, I'm not getting any kind of inspiration from it. You know, I'm like, oh my God, I've got to the good gym or, or, you know, um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on 
like, because I, you know, want to be thin. I want to be perceived as a thin person. Yeah. Judge, judge away if you want, because I know there's this whole like body positive movement coming out. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you my name's Allison, <laughs> and I want you to think I'm thin. That's just the way I feel. But for me, it's more like it's because I want I want to feel like I'm in control. Like if you see that I'm like you know a thin person, um, it's like I have control on my exercise life. I have control <laughs> on my eating life. Like I got everything on lock. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like a, a healthy yoga image uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah. it's more like look at me i got this shit handled <laughs> i know how to eat i know how to work out i know how to handle my business <laughs> not necessarily like is that healthy i don't know it's just the way i've always been um, like if you're successful if you can like control these parts of your life i get that mm-hmm. i'm not an expert to say if it's healthy or not yeah i don't know that it's you mm-hmm. know we need a therapist here we go i've been telling her for years now <laughs> Um, what about keeping up with the Apple products, Joneses? Oh, the tech Joneses. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you know, I was shamed in college for my technology. Because it was old. Because, uh, like, so do you remember when we were the in Nokia college? The flip phone came out, uh-huh. And, um... <laughs> The phones started to get smaller and yes. smaller. And I still had like the big Nokia. And somebody like shamed me for like not having a newer phone. So I mean, I, I worked. I went out and I got another phone because <laughs> oh, like I didn't want to be shamed for it. Uh huh. Um, but like things are different with Apple now because all of the phones look the same. I mean, they do have the, the new interface where it's like, there's none of this it's just like all touch but oh. it doesn't seem to matter as much as it did five or six or seven years ago right well except for have... when you had a windows phone mm-hmm. and that was embarrassing anyways <laughs> <laughs> um you know i was trying to think about why i eventually switched do you remember do you, do you remember the, the why um did my your phone was dying was it dying it wasn't taking pictures or something it had something to do with photos oh, oh no 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 you were getting the text it was Turning into Japanese. All of your texts are coming through in Chinese. Oh my god, yes. That's exactly why. That is so funny. Yeah, I was just getting a lot of tech errors. Mm -hmm. And so I switched it up. Um, But I do know people who cannot wait for the next thing to come out. They'll wait in line like idiots. And they have got to have the latest thing. And I think that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, if you enjoy the products, great. Mm-hmm. But if you can't not wait to get the thing, then it owns you. You don't own it. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Shit get deep. It's. I think it's the same with everything. If you love to travel because of travel, do it. If you love fashion because you love fashion, buy the clothes. But don't let the need to have it own you because then you're fucked yeah. you know and i mean that's keeping up with the joneses mm-hmm. you know you're like taking the joy out of having the thing yeah you know good one right i like that i guess we should just end on that <laughs> jk that was deep you like that yeah. yeah i got some thoughts i didn't really think about that i mean because you know that i like to i have my logos you know i have my fashion sure. but it's more like I don't care if anybody sees it. Mm-hmm. It's again, I guess it goes back to that 
this is just the way I kind of portray myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's for you. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I do be getting carried away, <laughs> and then I put the kibosh <laughs> on shopping. <laughs> For a minute. Yeah. I see, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take a month off. Mm-hmm. And um, I may, that maybe that seems silly, but I don't know. That's just how I kind of keep myself. That's how you operate. From getting up yeah. in the clouds. <laughs> Get up in the cray. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there are, like, what are the Seattle gems like? The Seattle gems. Because to me, it's not. It's just warped here, I feel. It's different. Yes. To me, yeah. it's not big diamond rings and fancy cars. No. It's what neighborhood do you live in? Yeah. Right. That used to be like a point of contentiousness with me. Yeah. Well, and also like what school you go to or your kids go to. Yeah. Do you think that's a part of it? I think what neighborhood do you live in? I how think, your kids are doing, how uh-huh. advanced they are. Also what restaurants you How organic frequent. you are. Oh, yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. Um, and then there's this whole, like, Seattle versus East Side bullshit, which <laughs> always has me up in arms. Listen, it's so annoying to me because people in Seattle, they're snobby about people in Bellevue. Like, they're not into people that live on the East Side. So Bellevue, for y'all that live here, it's a little more suburban, right? Would you say suburban? Is that the right word? Yeah. It's, um, they got money over there. Mm-hmm. It's, you know... The version of of the Orange County Housewives, but not to that crazy level. Yeah, maybe it is, but it's like if that's what we're comparing things to, that's sort of what I imagine Bellevue folks to be. Yeah, I mean Seattle is definitely like the older city, and Bellevue is the newer city in terms of everything: architecture, Mm -hmm. restaurants, houses, Mm -hmm. development. Yeah, and so people in Seattle have this weird um, distaste. For people in Bellevue because they think it's like new money. Right. Nouveau riche, <laughs> as they say. But to me, it just pisses me off. Like, I actually get angry <laughs> because you're both snobby about things. You're just snobby about different things. Yes, that's true. And so yeah. to, like, hold your disdain for somebody because they live in, like, a newer subdivision and shop at Bellevue Square. Yeah, it's a little more shiny. Yeah. Yeah. To hold that in a lesser regard for the fact that you go to Ballard Market and drive a fucking Subaru. I love the Ballard Market. Don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get, don't, don't get me started. Love it. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just pisses me off, man. I'm getting all fired it's up. It's getting red in the face, y'all. Because just, just own <clears throat> what you're snobby about. Right, 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 right. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the new baseline? Do you know what I mean? I feel like, and I was thinking about this, like, if you wanted to get a very humble iPhone, you can't. They don't make the generation one anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I feel like everyone kind of, they have to have a, a phone, a smartphone. Um, you have to have what kind of a TV? A flat screen. Because do they make a, do they make a fat zenith anymore? Don't they, they don't, do. right? So there's like this whole everyone has been uplifted to a certain level now, right? So the minimums have changed. So I don't know. I'm not sure why I'm talking about this, but do you know what I'm talking about though? Do you get this? Um, like you've got to have like a, a laptop. 
You've gotta have a flat screen, you gotta have a smartphone. But then if you didn't, it's another level of keeping up with those Joneses that are trying to live that off the grid life, mm -hmm. that OTG. You cannot <laughs> escape the Jones. There's right. Jones everywhere. Because if you're living off the grid, you probably have a Mercedes fucking van, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're traveling the world like an amazing gypsy, sleeping in your van. And with regretting all every minute of it. You know what I mean? Thinking that it looked better on Instagram than it does in <laughs> real life. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and the one more thing I want to mention is, uh, so there's the show called Keeping Up With The... Oh, I didn't know that. Kardashians. Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was Keeping Up With The <laughs> something. Kardashians. Okay. So I feel like there's now a level of plastic surgery... Joneses that people are trying to keep up with butt implants you guys you guys don't do it it's a it's a you know that's a real thing right yeah I mean the yeah. Kardashians have done it right and that whole show is about promoting all the stuff that they do to get you to buy the same thing right yeah imagine now when was the last time you watched it have you ever seen the keeping up with Never. the Kardashians I do enjoy a Chloe clip I think that'd be just funny she is, but now she looks crazy. Does she? Because she's done so much stuff to herself. Mm -hmm. She used to be my favorite one. Because <laughs> I have, back in the day, like seriously way back in the day, because they've been on TV forever, I would watch a, I would watch a Keeping Up with the Kardashian. Now it's just, I can't, I can't with those people. Mm -hmm. um, children has definitely been a, like, a Keeping Up with the Jones thing. And that's why... When I had Charlotte, I was like, I literally do not want to join any of these like parents groups mm. because that's, I could not think of anything that's worse. Fertile soil for that stuff. Than talking to other parents to be, mm -hmm. I could not think of anything worse. Still, mostly can't. Yeah. So, because there's always a like, how much screen time do you have? Like, oh, what yeah, snacks yeah, yeah, yeah. are you giving them? Can we recently went to a birthday party uh -huh. where, um. We walked in, and the mom goes, um, we're having all the kids write their names on bags. Can Charlotte write her name? And I'm like, no, she can't write her name. I'll write it for her. She's like, well, that's okay. I'm like, yeah, I know it is. Mm -hmm. Like, she's three. Right. She might look like she's a five-year-old. Exactly, but she's not. <laughs> but she's not. And I was like, don't fucking shame me for uh, uh, or her, because she doesn't know how to write her name. Bitch, I had things to oh, say. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Don't condescend me. Mm -mm, don't get smart. Heffa. You listen. <laughs> do I need to take off my earrings? <laughs> also, um, at that same birthday party, I had to take off my shoes to go into their house, and I didn't have socks on, and that made me feel weird. Weird. Like, do I, not done. do they weren't? I mean, they were trimmed, but they were not painted. Do I need to bring socks in my purse for these types? Of... You might have to. You might have to. <laughs> for these Hawaiian weird. style parties. She's off like, in the house. I was like, your house ain't that nice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take my shoes off. Um, so, I'm not sure why I'm bringing this up. But oh, I'm just gonna Lord. sit anyways. Okay, going? so I was driving a guy. Uh, I picked him up in Fremont, and he was going to Altura. Restaurant? Restaurant. Okay. Yeah, and so I looked at the destination, and it said Altura. And Is this I, like a fancy place? It's fancy. Okay. It's like four dollar signs on Yelp. Which means it's expensive, <laughs> right? And um, it might have been rude for me to say this, but I was like, oh, do you work there? Kai. I know. I didn't mean... It, I didn't... 
Did I he just look don't like know. a bum? He was like just in like climbing clothes. Oh, because this is Seattle. It's Seattle. And he had a backpack. Lord have mercy. You know what I mean? So he said, no, I'm going to eat that. I was like, oh, okay. So whatever. So I was like, I wonder what. So I'm thinking in my head, like, well, I wonder what he, this guy does, you know? And like, you can afford that. Because it's hella expensive. So then on the way there, um, he said he was meeting his wife there. On the way there, he picks up his phone because it's ringing, obviously. And then I can hear the wife saying, um, I just got here. Like, are you sure you want to come here? He's like, yeah, like we have the reservation. It's fine, da, da, da. And then she's like, I mean, it's like $200 a person. Like, so she wasn't expecting. I don't think he was either. He just picked a place. <laughs> and then so she was like, uh, like she was not comfortable being there. So and then, then what happened? So then he was like, well, we'll work it out when I get there. And that's all I know happened. But it was like this thing that I was like, oh yeah, like I'm like reeling from my head, like oh no, these people are this, da 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 da. But then like it, they're like, oh no, it's just perception. Yeah. Like they really weren't in that scene either. Interesting. Know? I and bet they of, didn't go. I, that's what I'm thinking too. What other restaurants are around there? They went. Oh, to, there's plenty. They went to Deluxe. Oh, the they got a hamburger. <laughs> um, no shame in that. It's fine. You know. Yeah, I know there are people that I know that will spend like $600 for a meal mm-hmm. and I'm like on the regular or for a special no, occasion no 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 for a special occasion and but I mean $600 that's still a lot it's a lot yeah. and I'm like we're $600 like I'd rather be wearing something than eating something <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm not trying to poop out $600 <laughs> right for me that experience is not worth right. it <laughs> it doesn't matter how many Instagram pictures I take of it it's not gonna be worth it I mean I'm trying to find that sweet spot between Dick's hamburgers and Canlis. <laughs> yeah. You know That's what I mean? sweet spot. Just like right in the middle. <laughs> um, do you have any more? Um, I mean, my only thing is like, I feel like comparing yourself to people is just. There's always going to be somebody with more money than you. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody that's skinnier than you. There's mm-hmm. always going to be somebody that's smarter and more well-read than you are. Yeah. And there's just no point. Yeah, I know. Except, you know... If you want to become a pill popper, if you want to go to jail... (laughs) Dig yourself into more debt. If you want to get deported to Italy, (laughs) then you can do all these things. But it's not worth it. So I'm glad you brought that up. So in closing, let me say this. So the reason why we all get in this tizzy, right, is because we compare ourselves to the people around us, Mm -hmm. our peers, right? So there's a study, a 2016 Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia study... (laughs) that showed that when we do that, when we compare ourselves to our, our peers, our friends, we think that we might be falling behind. And that's why we go into to more debt, right? So this is a little tidbit. They did a study and they saw that if you were the neighbor of a lottery winner, those neighbors went into bankruptcy because they saw all these things that the lottery person won. Oh my god. And tried to match that shit and they went bankrupt. Oh my god. Isn't that nuts? Wow. Oh my god. And so they said that um, in order to sort of keep your head on right, you shouldn't compare yourself to your peers, but actually aspire to be like your mentor. Someone that's older, someone that ha- that has more life experience. Oprah. Right? And so I did that with, with my girl, Annie Carpenter. Like, when we had meetings at her house, she had this amazing house in Venice. She had her, like, this little yoga room. And it's something that 
was not attainable then. You know what I mean? But it was something that I could aspire to, and it didn't feel like there was an urgency to get there today. Right? 20-year plan. Love it. You know what I mean? So if you do that, it shifts the perspective, and there's not this, like, I've got to do this today, so let me just buy all the things and make people think that I've got that that shit down. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's what we're going to leave you with today. (laughs) Guys. Your face. (laughs) So smiley. I hope that we could be an inspiration to you all today. Did it work? Um, We are spinning off now into an inspirational (laughs) life coach podcast. (sighs) We'll start that next week. (laughs) You guys, thank you for listening. One of the things we have to do, we'll do this next week, I promise. Pick a book. Cool. Yeah, you gotta pick a book. If you have any suggestions, holler at us. You can reach us at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Also, we haven't gotten any new reviews lately, so <laughs> find us on iTunes and leave us a review. If you, you could make Allison's day by just leaving a review. Guys, She'd be so happy, you guys. All you have to do is leave a review. <laughs> it is so easy. Just think of, hey, uh, I've just been wondering what I should get Allison and Kai for Christmas. A review. <laughs> find us. On Stitcher, Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. iTunes, all those places, y'all. All Um, All right, and until next week. (gasps) Bye. Bye.